Hello and welcome to Tips, the podcast from OSHA that gives you all the key tips to launch and boost the growth of your podcast. I'm Sarah, OSHA's U.S. Podcast Ambassador, and in this new episode of Tips, we'll be discussing snackable content. It's a concept that maybe you've heard before in Tips, but never really understood, so today's the day to get you up to speed. In fact, it's really simple. Snackable content is basically the content that you can nibble on before you consume the full and complete content. It's a bit like the granola bar in your backpack. You have it there just in case you need a quick snack. It's quick and gets the job done. If you look around, you consume snackable content all the time. For example, a trailer for a new film or images of the actors on set posted on their Instagram. Those are examples of snackable content. Clips from interviews or quotes from the characters are also types of snackable content. Little golden nuggets of content. Your podcast episodes are the base for your snackable content. It's a gold mine for creating tons of content around your show. Thanks to this technique, you'll save time for the promotion of your podcast and make your audience want to listen to it and considerably boost its visibility. To start, let's look at the reverse pyramid theory by Gary Vee, an entrepreneur, podcaster, and social media guru who has created his entire content strategy on this model. I'll explain it to you. At the top of the reverse pyramid is the content foundation, the most important and largest content that you've created. It can be a recent article, a book that you've written, a documentary, or in your case, your podcast episode. This content foundation supports the rest of the strategic content. Gary Vee then imagined dozens of content ideas in different formats, going down the pyramid. This is the second level of the reverse pyramid. If we go back to the podcast example, because of course we're going to, you could take the audio extracts from your episodes and make video clips from them, post photos of your guests, or even publish certain quotes from them. Once you have your principal content and your satellite content, or your micro content, like Gary Vee says, the objective is to flood your social media and all your other communication channels to try to make your podcast visible. The distribution of the content is the last step of the reverse pyramid. Newsletter, social media, blog, ebook, etc. Start with your target audience and identify contact points and the types of media that they consume the most and publish your micro content there. When applying this strategy, your bite-sized micro-content will drive your community or your audience towards your content foundation, aka your main content, aka your podcast. With this strategy in mind, let's look closer at your show. For each podcast episode, you need to pay attention to the metadata. This means that at the bare minimum, you create a title for your episodes, write a description, and upload a specific image for that content. Just that alone can be the subject of your micro content that you share on your social media, for example, which then can redirect people to your entire episode. Some of you may have prepared to write your episode before recording it, clearly because you listened to episode seven of Tips. Good job. The script itself can be a piece of micro content that you share with your audience. If you invite experts or other guests on your podcast, their presence can be the content that you can push to make your listeners want to hear your episode. All you need is a picture of their face for this. Easy. If you don't have the time, the will, or any ideas for producing your micro content, no judgment. But you want to go further in developing a real content strategy around your podcast. For example, one idea. Take photos of your recording process. 
whether it be in a studio, in a cafe, or in hopefully your very clean bedroom closet. Seriously, one man's closet is another man's recording booth. BTS is very popular, and I'm not just talking about the K-pop band. Your community will like seeing your behind-the-scenes footage. Bring them inside the making of your podcast. Once your episodes are online, your number of content possibilities becomes greater. Quotes, audio extracts, video clips, main lessons of the episode, cultural recommendations, photos, etc. It's up to you to imagine all of the content that will complement your episode. As I've said, the third and final level of the reverse pyramid of Gary Vee is to distribute your micro content everywhere. Yes, distribute it everywhere, but don't distribute it in any which way. You certainly will have all sorts of different ways and formats to use. So don't distribute your content on all the platforms in all the exact same ways. In fact, do just the opposite. Adapt your content to the platforms and tools that you decide to use. For example, your episode, which is your content foundation, can be available on OSHA, on the listening platforms, and on YouTube. Anything that is about the behind the scenes, the BTS of your episode, the why or how you chose the theme of your podcast, or even better, how you convince your guests to come on the show is more ideal for a newsletter or a post on LinkedIn. Your whole script could be published in the form of an article on your website. Photos taken during the recording process could interest your community on Instagram or Snapchat, but also maybe followers on Twitter or LinkedIn. An inspiring quote from your guest could equally go on just about every social media page. And finally, any short video can be great content for Instagram Reels, Facebook, YouTube Shorts, or TikTok. Whew, that was a lot of examples for a lot of different situations. Basically, try to identify the types of content that will be easy to create, that your audience will like the most, and of course, that you enjoy making. That will be a good start to get the ball rolling for your snackable content strategy. And there you go. This episode of Tips has ended. Thank you so much for listening until the end. If you like this episode, don't hesitate to leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or give five stars on Spotify or send us your feedback on any of OSHA's social media pages. See you next week for a new episode of Tips. OSHA Originals. This show is brought to you by OSHA, the all-in-one podcast hosting and marketing platform to help you grow your podcast.